This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What's the goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Al-Duri, Ramadan Kareem, and it's the last day of Ramadan, and Eid Mubarak to everyone who is tuned in, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, you can be chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube, and shout out to my Instagrammers as well, Florin, Mustafa, Masoud, Sarhan, um, Fatima, Shakib. Oh man, thank you very much for, for tuning in. Okay guys, so seeing that it is the last day of Ramadan, a reflection on health and fitness in Ramadan, and did it go to plan? Where uh, were your pros and cons? What were your benefits? And what would you like to work on next year? We're talking about that today on the show. Manchester City are crowned champions of the Premier League Last night, following Leicester versus Manchester United, did Manchester United feel the weakened team to plan for Liverpool? Or is that something that was something forced by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? We're discussing that today. But actually, more than anything, we're breaking down uh, the rise of Manchester City this season. From start to finish, the turning points, tactically where he went right the players that filled in, the backroom staff that made a difference, and also the turning points in results. We're talking about that later on on the show. And of course, fight fans Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua is set to be announced in Saudi on August the 7th or the 14th. So we're going to be dropping that for you as well on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then! What's the goal? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time, and it's the halftime show with Omar Duri. Last day of Ramadan. We're here, we're present, and we're making it happen for you on the radio on 95 FM in the heart of Sharjah. Shout out to Sama and Omnia who are here with me at Pulse 95 Radio. And we do have a riddle of the day. We're going to give you a chance to actually win 500 dirhams. Um, from Sharjah as well all you got to do is answer the riddle and send it in on 4215 and it will be revealed tonight on the evening Karak with Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah uh, the riddle is a one seeded fruit I may be but all your calendar all of your calendars are full of me what am I a one seeded fruit I may be but all of your calendars are full of me what am I 4215 and you can win 500 dirhams cash right okay (laughs) let's talk about a reflection on health and fitness now in ramadan obviously you know whether you're fasting or not but being part of the uae and charger you know you get to really experience um, what it feels like to be in that kind of vibe and that kind of energy and also how the body clock resets itself so we're talking about that today and what did you like did it go to plan I'm, i'm talking about that from experience as well did you did you set all the goals 
uh, pre and then did you actually achieve them post and be honest actually one of the things that I actually wasn't good at was sleeping my sleep was all over the place staying up until 4 10 to uh, to wake up Maria so she can have some water do my prayers and then uh, and get some sleep just to start the day today I was talking to a friend of mine Murad he's like when do you sleep actually not that much so that's something I'm looking forward to hopefully getting back on track when we when we do go back Masoud is saying trying to maintain and balance the routine of fitness diet in Ramadan after Ramadan and of course improvement in sleep patterns and workout as well this month helped me to control uh, over diets well listen if you could do that that's great because I was speaking to um, one of my boxing coaches in the UK John shout out to John glove up who uh, was telling me earlier that Ramadan is, is one of those things where normally you know people gain weight and uh, and you know what now that the blessed month of Ramadan is almost up you know you kind of appreciate the times where you wake up in the morning and I'm sure Mustafa you'll be the first one to say this because he's also tuned in um, that coffee that first coffee oh my god that first coffee in the morning when you wake up on the first day of Eid wow I'm looking forward to that um, the benefits obviously that if you practice fasting throughout the year not necessarily through just Ramadan but also like intermittent fasting or dry fasting so many different things your body kind of gets used to what you can consume and what you can't in terms of uh, calories but that also helps with energy and then that also uh, sets the tone for the whole day in terms of your pattern so very cool uh, thing to do throughout the year and then all of a sudden you can implement that in in Ramadan then once it's done my advice guys and this is something that I'm telling you all my advice is don't go crazy in Ramadan and eat sorry in Eid and eat everything in front of you (laughs) Because we all are guilty of that. Uh, Mustafa agrees with me. The biggest pleasure is that coffee. Uh, and uh, Masoud is saying the blessings of Ramadan stops, but not the effects of blessings. 100% love that, Masoud. That is so true as well. Um, yeah, there are going to be many things. Also, in terms of the regular hours. You know, what are regular hours? There were There were... The times were all over the place for me in terms of when I'm sleeping, when I'm waking up, uh, when you train, you know, because you're out of routine, when you work. Well, thankfully for us here on the halftime show, it was still 3 p.m. But what that did was, and I'll tell you now the truth, is that hits rush hour on the way here, which was uh, which was something we had to face coming in here. But listen, we've done it now. We've got through it. We've crossed the line and uh, and we're happy that, you know, we got to the end together and thank you guys for everyone who did tune in everyone who did like the videos who did share the videos who sent their questions in and their comments non-stop throughout we had some wicked guests Sinat Gashi the boxer was here you had uh, Noor Daoud as well the first female drifter in the Middle East and um, she's going to be doing big things uh, with stunt doubles and movies and, and she's teaching so that was cool as well but yeah no I, I enjoyed it I really am lucky because last year obviously the halftime show wasn't in wasn't on in Ramadan so very very grateful for that but what are you grateful for following the month of Ramadan text me on 4215 or do or slide into my DMs during the break and let me know and then I will mention on here here's a cover by NSYNC it's going to be me enjoy and I'll be right back after this enjoy folks is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes! 
Yes, salam. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. If you did miss the show, don't worry. You can catch all of our shows. If you like a podcast on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Rami. Or if you prefer a visual and want to head over to YouTube, check out Pulse95 Radio. And we've got the Halftime Show there with some fantastic guests. We cover mental health, gut health and all sorts of things behind the scenes, in the locker room, in the ring and in the training ground as well. So we're talking about all that. Actually, yesterday, Manchester City were crowned the Premier League champions. But what does that mean for Pep Guardiola and his men? Well, we try and dissect it and break it down from the very, very start. And we'll try and simplify it as much as we can. So coming into the season, Liverpool were champions and rightfully so. Very convincing in their approach to the Premier League title. Now, Coming up to that, we looked at Manchester City and we saw, let's say... People were saying that Pep Guardiola was coming to the end of his reign at uh, Manchester City, mainly because he doesn't normally stay there that long or that he, you know, it gets kind of overwhelming for the players that he coaches. However, he proved a lot of people wrong. And one of those things that were, let's say, in the clouds just above his head was whether Lionel Messi would join him from Barcelona. And apparently it was very, very close to do so. However, it didn't happen, but I'm, there's a reason why it didn't happen because the universe was saying that if Messi had joined Pep Guardiola and Manchester City and Pep had won the league like he just did now, they would say he can't win the big competitions without his star player. Well, saying that, his star player um, was Kun Aguero and one of his main players last year who was out for the whole season. However, that wasn't the place that he needed to strengthen. The area that he needed to strengthen, and rightfully so, was his defensive backline. Now, having seen the success of Liverpool and how Van Dijk and Alisson formed a partnership, he took it upon him to sign Ruben Diaz, the 23-year-old Portuguese player from Benfica, who had a 100 million release clause following that transfer window. However... It wasn't his first choice. Now, here's what people probably, uh, you know, forget that Manchester City were linked with Harry Maguire and they were linked with Koulibaly and they wanted those players, but they were slightly overpriced. And that's why he went and got Ruben Diaz. Now, what a signing Ruben Diaz turned out to be because he actually turned out to have the Van Dijk effect that Van Dijk had on Liverpool's Premier League season last season. So bringing him on board here this year really short up defense now it's not just enough to bring in someone of that caliber it's how good he can bring out the best in the players around him and when i studied the way Manchester city put their teams out ruben diaz was so vocal albeit with covid albeit with the pandemic hitting the world he was so vocal as a 23 year old that he actually made the players next to him better john stones was someone that came out of his shell and started to build healthy habits because before he had a few mistakes in him his season was incredible then you look at players like Zinchenko Cancelo Walker Mendy all these players all of a sudden got much better because of Ruben Diaz when you think about Laporte being their best defender and being out for most of the season that just tells you what impact not only he had on the pitch but off the pitch with his teammates so Ruben Diaz is definitely someone who I think will be up there with player of the season which we will be discussing very very soon amidst the FA Cup uh, final obviously coming up uh, and also the Premier League um, finale and the Champions League final as well which we're kind of looking at at the moment now and kind of studying very very closely now saying that as well De Bruyne has been injured 
for a lot of the season. You've had Aguero out for a lot of the season. You've had Laporte out. Um, Gundogan has stepped in for De Bruyne and has scored some crucial goals, playing some very, very vital key moments throughout the season. When he's actually come in, the way he's taken responsibility and stepped his game up has been amazing. And then when you say that, you also think of someone who has been quoted as the most talented player he's worked with, Phil Foden. How amazing has he been throughout the year? And and looking at the way they've implemented the false nine, playing the holding player, you cannot miss the importance of Fernandinho. Now, Fernandinho's team talk after the Spurs defeat uh, in November was a game changer for the season because they went on a run post-December, about 21 games without losing. So there's another thing. You saw his importance, not just last year in slotting into the defensive line when Manchester City couldn't actually strengthen the defence, but also the approach he has on game management and how he can stop the play at the right time without getting the yellow card. And we've seen so many times City break up the play. The transition and how quick they are in going from one formation to the other, from defence to attack, from pressing from the front to forcing a mistake for the false number nine, be it, you know, um, Mares, be it De Bruyne, be it Phil Foden, whoever he's elected to play in that false number nine has been so effective because the energy that has been put into forcing a mistake has caused City to punish teams. And so looking at all that, they've had so many different factors uh, coming into why they were successful this season, but Pep Guardiola reinvented himself. And the turning point was heading to the royalty uh, uh, Khaldun uh, Mubarak's uh, team in the Maldives they went for a meeting and he signed a contract in October which was the turning point when he actually put two years on his contract following the stereotype that Pep doesn't stay long at many clubs so having looked at that that was the game changer now not only that losing Mikel Arteta who's been his right hand man to bring in on Juan uh, Melillo as well who is a bit of a mentor to uh, Pep Guardiola. We don't often put that in the same sentence as Pep, but seeing the way he's come on board and and watched Pep Guardiola's mistakes, his you know correct decisions and so many things, been able to give his say on so many factors. And this is what I always say, and I said this the other day. I said, when you have a coaching staff and you're able to recruit your own coaches to be able to help you in your team, your organization, your company, whatever it is, they've got to be better than you in what they do. Because if they're not better than you than what they do, then they're not really going to add something to what you already know. And this is something that in terms of growth and development is so important in coaching because it forces us to be able to uh, broaden our horizon and really see the pitch peripheral-wise. And, and so with Pep Guardiola bringing on Juan Melillo to his team, that was something that also helped in detaching the emotional side, which he's been very, very famous for. How emotionally attached he gets to his players and how upset he gets when it doesn't work his way. Having those type of figures around really does help develop you as a coach. And I think that was something that was huge in Manchester City's success. And to think about it, even looking at the way they've evolved, how good is Manchester City right now? And do you think that they will be winning the Champions League against Chelsea, which is coming up very soon as well? You know, thinking about that, how I know Pep Guardiola is extraordinary as a coach is when you are in a couple of cup finals and 
people are saying he hasn't had the best season because he hasn't won the quadruple or the treble is incredible. As a coach, you win one trophy and that should be celebrated. When you win multiples or triples, that's a different story altogether. So to be competitive and to perform the way they do in the manner of which they do, that is full salute to Pep Guardiola and Manchester City. Congratulations on winning the championship. And let's see if the Champions League will be next. Stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Paduri on Pulse95. Oh, he loves the fire! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. One. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Chance for you to win 500 dirhams here at Sharjah. If you text us the answer to this riddle, uh, on 4215 at Salat or do and they will announce on the evening Karak with Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah the riddle is a one seeded fruit I may be but all of your calendars are full of me what am I? a one seeded fruit I may be but all of your calendars are full of me what am I? 4215 at Salat or do and find out tonight 9.30 we'll be announcing that right question coming in uh, from our listeners uh, Shakib, do you think Inter will manage to replicate the season next year with the whole financial drawbacks they're facing currently, which most likely would lead them to selling their players? Um, a good question, Shakib. So here's here's the thing. With what Conte has built, he's always been a manager that has um, demanded you know certain types of players. Now, he brought in the Premier League players to come in and some experienced players as well, some outcasts, and made them work in a system. So I wonder if... Actually, the, let's say, refresh in the squad will actually be beneficial because you have to let go of a few players. Saying that, winning the uh, Serie A and also being in the Champions League, that in itself should bring him enough funds as well and also um, help him you know, add to that. So I don't think he'll be selling too many of the players he wants, especially with how good uh, some of his stars have been so far. So that's one thing. Now, the other thing I was going to say to you guys was... Um, the, so far, we've spoken about Manchester City being crowned champions, but also the turning points through it from losing certain players, replacing their coaches. Fernandinho's team talk uh, against, uh, was it West Brom? Tottenham. When they lost to Tottenham. No, no, I think it was West Brom. Uh, and then also looking at not having Aguero around, the emergence of Phil Foden, the replacement of uh, Riyad Mahrez when Sterling wasn't there, the player of the season, Ruben Diaz, another one, and having that Van Dyke effect. So we spoke about that and now we're going to be talking about um, a huge fight which is said to be announced in Saudi Arabia. Anthony Joshua versus uh, Tyson Fury is something that everyone is talking about and you've seen tweets come out as well on so many different uh, people. But one of the people that's actually got a huge say in all this is Eddie Hearn. Now for those who don't know, Eddie Hearn is um, you know, someone, one of the biggest promoters actually and uh, Matchroom Chairman Eddie Herman has reportedly agreed a mega money deal which will see him leave Sky Sports and promote exclusively on The Zone. If you haven't heard about that, uh, The Zone is something that you know is a is a platform where 
a lot of the fights have been shown. So recently, Canelo versus Billy J. Saunders was shown on there. But what does that exactly mean for the Zone Sky and Anti Joshua versus Tyson Fury? Because Tyson Fury has obviously signed an ESPN deal. So this is kind of where the complication starts, where, where people are saying that we're going to be denied the fight or at least you know delayed because of sponsorships, because of who is covering who. But since 2012, Eddie Hunt has promoted boxing on Sky Sports as their exclusive partner in the UK and Ireland. And all of Hearn's Matchroom UK shows have been broadcasted on Sky for the past nine years. But things are about to change. And according to The Athletic, Hearn has reportedly agreed a nine-figure, five-year deal to leave Sky and instead take his stable over to the zone. So I was talking about this to Derek the other day, a good friend of mine, and also a massive, massive boxing educator as well. And he was telling me that, you know, people are just going to the zone now and they're just watching that a lot of the times. I was thinking, is that even available in this part of the world? You know, because like, for example, with UFC, you get to watch it on UFC Arabia. It's no longer broadcasted all around the world anymore on um, the networks. So I'm just wondering how this is going to pan out and also the fact that they've announced that the fight will be in Saudi, in Saudi Arabia, and there's probably going to be two fights. So it'll be the main fight and the rematch, regardless of the uh, outcome. So Anthony Joshua coming in, Tyson Fury, we saw him the other day, obviously staying in shape for this. And it's only around the corner if it's August. You know, you're thinking about a couple of months away where... You know, we get to see the two best heavyweight fighters in the world face off against each other. But I also wonder if the inclusion of the fans is something that has been on the cards of why it's been delayed. So there's something else for you guys regarding uh, the boxing. We saw the other day 75,000 people in one stadium. Now, how healthy that is or how social distancing exists in that, I don't know. But... That brings out a different level of performance when it comes down to, you know, the importance of entertainment. So I'm looking forward to seeing what happens that. But also, what does that mean for Sky Sports? You know, growing up in the UK, that was the first thing that, you know, you know, you would watch, you'd see. Sky Sports was the thing that you had to have. Now it's BT Sports and Sky Sports and, and all sorts of stuff happening. And what impact will it have on Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury? The fact that, you know, you're going to be having... One person from ESPN, one person from the zone. Where's it going to be televised? What's happening with that? You know, there's so many factors, um, you know, looking into whether this fight will happen. But if they do face, if they do finally face, who is going to be the winner of the first Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua fight? 4215, do or slide into my DMs. Alia, Mira, and Sam, what's good? Nice to see you guys. Let's play you a bit of Bazzi, and I'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire, then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! It sure is that time And on the final segment of the Halftime Show in Ramadan Thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in Shout out to Big Hass, Sama and everyone else who's in the building Right, okay, so questions coming in How to maintain that spiritual vibe and energy of Ramadan You know what it is, Masoud? I really like that kind of question because you know, when you get past the line in Ramadan, you're kind of thinking, 
all right cool it was a great month but you know i'm done now <laughs> like i can't do this anymore man i'm done but saying that you got to try and take obviously the pros as well and one of the things that i think that nice little mellow vibe is having the right balance having that all centered in the middle where you get you know you get your energy days and you get your days where you're pumped and everything but you also it's okay just to kind of chill some days you know and just try not to let everything just drive by you try and just be cool be calm be collected so i think that's something that i think all of us are going to be working on after the first couple of days of aid um i think then everyone kind of resets and then and gets themselves back on track so that's my my answer to you um Masoud. but i think also just being grateful and being mindful and 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 not taking things for granted you know there's a lot of things that we were very lucky in the uae and obviously in Sharjah to be able to to be able to have access to you know going to the gym and and being able to uh, to 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 go for a walk and and, and enjoy um, you know the sun as well, which uh, as you can see from my crusty skin at the moment, <laughs> been out in the sun for a while. But yeah, that's regarding your question, Mister. I hope that's answered. Um, Florin, I love boxing. I just don't like the mockery and the nonsense that obviously it brings. I 100% agree with you on that one. Shakib, how pumped are you for Monday? Can't wait for Monday Night Football. That's going to be good. And uh, Florian, AJ underestimated Ruiz and was cocky and you don't see AJ misbehaving anymore. Very good point. What's up, Maya? I see you last but not least. And you've got Amina uh, as well. Amina, the poet, actually, apparently a very talented poet. She sent me a message on instagram um very very talented and yeah so that is basically a couple of things we mentioned today we mentioned the reflection of ramadan coming up to the last day now with aid coming in i hope you guys have an incredible aid mubarak obviously we we're going to be um doing some shows for you and aid as well we're going to all get together uh you know from the halftime show to the uh, future talk afternoon karak yalla home morning majlis we're going to kind of combine together and you're going to see all the presenters do different bits and pieces for you on Pulse 95 Radio. So make sure you actually like lock into that. That's going to be kind of cool. It's nice for me because I get to kind of mix it up with, uh, you know, with the legends in the game. These guys here who've uh, been doing it for a minute now. And, uh, and and that's something that I kind of I kind of like to do because I don't have a co-host, obviously. So it's kind of nice. But I do have a, the best co-hosts in town, which is all you guys on Instagram who always keep me company. But then also, you know, mixing up with like Big Hass, Anna Schofield, you know, Ahmed and Hani Barghis and all these guys. It's going to be cool. We're going to have a good show. Um, Maya is telling me she started jujitsu three months ago out of my comfort zone, but loving it. I think, you see, that's that's full credit to you, Maya, because a lot of the times, you know, we're kind of scared to, to step out of our comfort zone. You know, if, if we're going to we're going to look silly or foolish or we're not going to be the best in the room. That's a huge credit. You know, I often approach each class or each session when you're in a public setting as if like you know don't think you've made it omar you haven't made anything you know you're going to learn something new and a lot of the times you know that's exactly what happens so i have a lot of respect for people that take up something new and jiu-jitsu by the way even though i have you know quite a few friends in jiu-jitsu ishtar azawi shout out to ishtar azawi as well she's massive in jiu-jitsu and she represents iraq and everything one titles world titles but i've never done it i've never actually done jiu-jitsu um but i also hear it's one of the uh, the best disciplines out there and it's something that you know is uh, encouraged to get your children into uh for self-defense so yeah so maya what i want you to do is obviously you know you started it 
three months ago but i want to know i want to know how how the next three months is going to go so i'm hoping for you to tell me yeah you know what i did this and i and i managed to hit this certain level and i achieved this grade and uh, and 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 that's something that i often like to see because all the work that's done behind the scenes normally isn't brought to the surface it's only when you get you know a, a certain level or grading is when people celebrate it but I actually I'm, I'm very interested to see how you do Maya and I think you're going to be fantastic uh, Mas'ud today is the last day may Allah bless everyone to catch the next first uh, the, the next first iftar absolutely Mas'ud love that very very cool Florin thank you for tuning in from New York and giving me your input on everything and also thank you to everyone who has been with me throughout this month of Ramadan Blessings to you all. Peace and love. Coming up next, you've got Big Hass, Anna Schofield, legends in the game who are going to be keeping you entertained all the way up to six. So make sure you stay tuned to them and I will see you in Eid. Take care, guys. Be good and I'll see you soon. Peace and love. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. 